Welcome to Small Business Insights, where back office conversations give us insight to what's really going on. Is it grit or luck that gives a small business owner an advantage? Let's find out. I'm your host, Laura Fisher. Welcome today. I have another special guest. This is Charles Oregon. No, I messed it up. Yeah, you did, but you tried. You Go tried. ahead, give me. It's Charles Oregon. That was pretty close. Yes, yeah, close. All right, so I have Charles here today, and um, he is going to help me and you understand what currency, the cryptocurrency, is. So right. we're going to try not to get in the weeds. <laughs> and so before we get started, Charles, tell, tell me a little bit about yourself. Where'd you grow up? What kind of education do you have? Hello, everyone. My name is Charles Oregbesson. I grew up here in um, Sugar Land. Originally, I'm from Nigeria. I came to America when I was about 10 months old. I went to school here in um, Sugar Land. I graduated from a college in Iowa, William Penn University. And I'm just here right now um, enjoying this crypto journey. So you grew up here, huh? Yes. So you went to high school here in Fort Bend area? Yes, I did. What high school did you go to? Stephen F. Austin. Okay. And then what did you do in high school? Were you involved in any kind of activities? Yeah, I played I played football from my sophomore year to my senior year. All right. Yeah. Yeah, you can't see it on the radio, but he's a good, burly guy. So, yeah. Um, all right. And so you went off to college, and are you married now? Yes, I'm, I'm married, and I have two kids, and um, we're just, um, you know, enjoying life. Okay. And so you, uh, you're you not a young man. You, you didn't just get out of college and start crypto. Oh, no. So tell me, what what's your career path been? Well, um, after college, well, I graduated um, um with a communications degree in college. And um, after that, I entered the oil and gas industry. I started off doing safety. And um, later I landed a job with a company that um, allowed me to do safety and also like quality insurance and also some other um, responsibilities. And I worked there for about seven to eight years. And I just realized that, you know, this is not the path that I wanted to go. You know, I mean, it's, it's a good thing um, to realize that and, and not, you know, find yourself stuck in a job that you're not happy with. Yeah. So, um, you know, um, in 2020, when um, the Corona virus hit and kind of slowed things down for everyone, um, that gave me an opportunity to kind of reflect on things and um, reinvent myself. So you were in safety. So were you on um, were you at different facilities yes, and then I, you then you lost time I mean because people aren't working is uh, that another reason why during the coronavirus you well well when I was doing safety um it was like a way before that okay but um at the job I was doing I had some safety duties as well but um it was just you know I just realized that you know I, I can't advance in this area. I need to kind of think outside of bo- outside of the box and figure out what is it that I really want to do. And that takes a lot of, you know, soul searching and, and asking yourself some tough questions. And you really have to be honest with yourself and, and ask yourself, what is it that you want to do with yourself? And that's what I did. How's that show up? Is that the kind of where you come home from work and you're like... It's yeah. just not what I, yeah, it's, it's just a grind yes, and it, it wasn't, you didn't get lit up. Yes. I, I it, it didn't give me any excitement and I have to really dig inside and say, what is it that makes you happy? 
Right. And um, I, I discovered that, you know, I, I like to trade. Okay. You know, so I... I um, so this is this something you were doing um, after hours, you know, yes. just kind of like a hobby? Yes, a hobby. And I started Forex trading. Um, first, I started um, learning how to trade mm-hmm. with different strategies. And, and I'll do that, you know, after work, late hours on the weekend. And um, and from there, I kind of um, involved into um, learning about cryptocurrency as well. So uh, where did you get your information to learn this? Was this, a, did you have a mentor? Were you just reading all the trade magazines? Where were, how did you teach yourself? That's a very good question because um, initially I thought I needed to, you know, find a mentor, which is, 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 which is a good route. But I realized that um, all the information you need is actually online. It's just a matter of you, um, looking for it, um, compiling it and putting it all together and figuring out how to use it mm-hmm. as a, as a tool. And, um, that's basically what I did. And, um, also, um, you know, there's, there's resources online on YouTube, you know, you, you can, are all of them valuable or how do you sift through? Because I bet there's a <laughs> lot out there. <laughs> yes. Some of them just honestly want your money. Some of them really care about your future and they, mm-hmm. they want to take you in as a, a mentee. And, um, but you have to, you have to figure that out. You have to figure out if this is the right fit for me, but I figure out that, Hey, I can learn on my own. Right. Because um, uh, learning is something that I like to do is um, especially um, researching. So I didn't have a problem researching things on my own. Right. Did you have a favorite source? Um, yes. Um, Forex, the Forex factory. What's that? Is that a website? <laughs> it's a or? forum. It's a forum where uh, the, the Forex community um, get together and they disclose their knowledge and their information about trading strategies. And, and in most cases, they try to help each other. But, you know, you just have to stay away from all the toxic people because there are toxic people right. there but in most ca- most most of the times there are people there that are really that are really trying to genuinely help you does forex mean something Is yes that- forex means on foreign exchange and, oh, okay and, and that's the trading of um, foreign currencies like the u.s dollar the um, um great britain pound um the euro um, that's the, how some people get really wealthy is yes, trading, just it, trading currency. Yes, yes, yes. How does that work? You just, you're betting against the value. Exactly. Is, is that it? Yes. There's, there's two currencies that are paired together and you're basically saying that this currency, um, is going to, um, um, um outperform the other. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're basically betting based on, um, your, uh, research and, um, um, your knowledge of the markets where, so if I'm doing that, um, where am I making those trades? Yes, that's a very good question. Um, you're, you're making them usually on an exchange. Okay. Yes, and um, there's there's plenty plenty of exchanges out there, foreign exchange ex- exchanges, and you just have to pick the right one that's that's you know good for you because they they all offer different type of services. Um, um, and, some and of fees, them are yes fees yes yes fees and 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 a lot of them are regulated. You always want to. Um, uh, find the one that's regulated within your jurisdiction. How would I figure that out? Um, usually through their platform or going and, and researching it. Um, usually, I believe some of them are licensed by um, some regulatory body within your country. It, would I want it to be in the United States? Yes. Okay, because yes. so, those rules apply to you. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay. And just in case something happens to your funds, 
you 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 there's a regulatory body you know what door to knock on exactly instead of yeah some foreign country (laughs) right wow okay so that's a lot to learn um all right so let's talk about currency okay I don't know much about it other than I am an American mm-hmm. and I trade with the dollar. Right. And I know when I travel across the country, there's other currency. Right. Okay. So I'm your novice. <laughs> right. Now I know that there's a new currency called cryptocurrency. Right. And, but before I start in that, I want, I want uh, my listeners to know Charles is not a risk taker. <laughs> am I Right. You are very calculated. Uh, uh, I, I try to be. Yeah, I mean, all that research. Uh, I mean, yes. it, and you're not, a. in my opinion, in my impression of you is that you will make a decision, but it'll take you a while to make the right decision. Right. You'll really right. research it. So, right. so for me, when I met you and you said you were in cryptocurrency and I think that is uh, risky, mm-hmm. I'm like, this doesn't match the profile for me. You know, <laughs> this guy's not throwing around money. He is very careful. Right. So... When you started in training uh, foreign currency, are, are you saying you started with like five hundred dollars, ten thousand? I mean, how do you start? And then why did you think cryptocurrency was something you wanted to get into? Okay, well, I started kind of small, and eventually, as you you get better and you develop that confidence to trade, you you can you know wage more money. And um, cryptocurrency is somewhat, uh, you know, you can approach it the same way, but you do have to understand the risk um, before you, um, you know, um, worry about the rewards or focus on the rewards. And actually before the risk, um, you you also have to know about securing your assets because again, um, cryptocurrency is a new um, financial asset class and, um, it's not really regulated. It's so, not guaranteed. Is, yes, exactly. Okay, so before we get a little deep, so tell me what is cryptocurrency? Okay, cryptocurrency is actually a digital currency, meaning that it's unlike um, a fiat currency, like notes, like dollar notes or, or gold. gold or anything like that. So I can't touch it. Yes, you can't touch it. That you, bothers me. <laughs> I know. If, <laughs> and, and that's why a lot of people can't really wrap their hands around it. Like, if I can't touch it, does it really exist? You know, th- those are the kind of questions that they, they ask. Well, but, I worry uh, if something goes wrong, can I get it? Can I get it back? Can I hold it? You know? <laughs> um, actually, um no, okay. <laughs> there's, there's there's not a customer service. There's not a Bitcoin customer service hotline that you can call to get your money back if you happen to, um, like send your Bitcoin to the wrong address. Okay, and, and that's what you know, kind of. That's what kind of scares people. But if if you understand how to um, um, transact with cryptocurrency. It, it's really easy. Okay. You know, I think it's just um, a little stigma that's placed to it. But back to um, your question, cryptocurrency is basically um, digital um, currency or digital assets that can be bought and sold. Um, it also can be um, exchanged or um, traded or transferred from one person to another person. Okay. And, and, and the difference between um, regular currency and cryptocurrency is that regular currency usually has a central authority, like a central bank or some government that's 
managing and controlling this 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 currency or this banknote. Okay. With cryptocurrency. In the United States, in, that is what? Um the US dollar. Okay. Or, or excuse me, the um the central bank. Okay. Or, or the reserve, the Federal Reserve. Okay. Okay. And and with um cryptocurrency, there's there's not any central authority. Okay. It's it's basically um decentralized, meaning that there's no central authority um, um governing this um this um currency. Is there anybody governing it? Um, actually, no. The the is is basically the community. It's it's the network, um, which goes into the sub subject of the blockchain network. So it's a it's a it's a network that governs its itself in a sense. Okay. So now, myself, I I'm not into any cryptocurrency, but mm-hmm. I understand that. Most of my banking transactions mm-hmm. are digital. Right. Okay. And, but I, I, I like that comfort that I, I can actually see a dollar bill. Right. 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 So, but if I'm really honest, most of my banking is digital. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's not different. Mm-hmm. Right. And you have an online dashboard, I'm sure, where you can see what your account has. Yes. Up and down and all that stuff. Right. right? Okay. Your, your digital wallet. Okay. Um, okay. So keep, keep walking us through it. So, so I have a digital currency. Mm -hmm. I can see it. Yes. I can't, just can't touch Touch it. it, Right. And, but it makes me feel a little uncomfortable that if somebody in the community is not reputable, um, how do I know that my investment stays, you know, safe? Safe. Okay. That's a very good question. Um, so with that, um, the community is based on, well, let me, let me kind of go back. Cryptocurrency operates on the blockchain, okay? And um, a blockchain is basically a network. It's kind of like, it's similar to the World Wide Web, okay. but it's a network that is decentralized. There's no central authority. And, and whenever this network is um, operating, it's using numerous computers within the system or numerous computer systems to operate the blockchain network. Okay. So if one of these computer systems happens to go down, um, the network is still functioning and operating. Where does the data reside? Okay. So in a blockchain system, every block stores the data. Okay. There's a block that's created. It stores the data. And a block is a com- a, a server a uh, server well, place. Well, actually, a, a a block is just um, a data, and you, you store the data in the block. It's digital, virtual, okay. and it connects to the next block, and okay. that data connects to the next block. And all these blocks are distributed on the blockchain network, and that basically means that there's a public record of all this data. Okay. And it's permanently stored. And therefore, you can get access to that data. That means every activity, every transaction that's being conducted on the blockchain network, we can see it on the public ledger. Okay. And that, so there is some accountability. Exactly. You're seeing it. Okay. Exactly. So that's what um, gives it its security and its accuracy. Okay. Yes. So then now what? So then once, <laughs> <laughs> so once everything is um, functioning 
um, on the blockchain. It's, it's just a matter of you um, interacting with it. Now, you have to think of a blockchain as, um, like I said, a network. But the analogy I would like to use is that it's like land, okay? Okay. And on land, we usually build things on land, okay? We build roads, highways, homes, schools, um, police departments, hospitals, etc. And the same thing applies with a blockchain. You build dApps, decentralized applications on top of this blockchain. Okay. And a user, if he wants to interact on the blockchain, he's going to connect his digital wallet to one of these dApps or to a blockchain. And the, block, um, the blockchain is connected to the dApp or the application okay. so he can interact. Right. And basically, that's how it, it, it functions. Okay. Yes. And so those are... What I, an app. So, an app, exactly. Okay. Just like the apps that we use on the web. Like, so uh, if I want to, whatever, there's probably more than one app. Oh, yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. So then you have to pick out what app am I going to start so I could see what's going on it, in the crypto right. world, it, currency it, it, world. Exactly. It just, it just depends on um, um, what the app offers, um, what, it, what is it that you want to do. Um, there's, there's different types of apps, you know, and you can engage in it. Um, you, the main, the main point is just to connect to it. Okay. And, and to connect your wallet is basically like your digital identity. It is, is not linked to your personal identity, but it is, is linked to your digital identity. Okay. So I, let's say I want to figure this out. So mm -hmm. I'll search on the internet to find one of these apps. What am I going to look for? What do I say? Crypto app near me? What do I say? <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's, uh, let me give you an example. Um, okay, <clears throat> there's an NFT app called um, OpenSea. Okay, and OpenSea is basically a platform that allows people to buy, sell, and display their NFTs. Okay, so if I want to interact on this um, um, platform, what I'll do is first connect my wallet to <clears throat> the OpenSea network. So I have to have a wallet first. Yes, you have to have a desktop wallet or a cold wallet. A desktop wallet is basically a digital wallet on your desktop. There's an extension. So how do I make a wallet? Oh, basically you just... Um, Download the um, the extension. For example, MetaMask. Um, you you create your seed phrase, and this this is a very important thing. Once you create um, your password and your seed phrase, your seed phrase represents all the assets on that wallet. Now, if you happen to lose that seed phrase, I've heard that. And you're yes, you're SOL, right? You're SOL, and and it doesn't matter if there's no recovery. No like recovery, I forgot my password. No customer service or anything. Like <laughs> That's that. right. So okay, so so I have to 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 start. Yes. I have to open a wallet, mm -hmm. and I can find I can find where that is. Yes, but yes. I put. All my data. Yes. I I probably deposit money into there. Exactly. Right? Yes. And that's called on ramp ramping. Okay. So once you create a wallet, a, a digital wallet, you have to on ramp or bring US dollars into um cryptocurrency. Mm -hmm. Okay. Or convert it to cryptocurrency. And there's there's um platforms for that as well. Uh, specifically Coinbase. That's the most popular one. 
Coinbase is a centralized exchange. And once you register or sign up with Coinbase, you basically link your bank account to their platform. So once you deposit money from your bank account to Coinbase, your Coinbase account, you have the option to convert that U.S. dollar into cryptocurrency. You can convert it to Bitcoin, Ethereum, um, um, USDC. Now, USDC is a stable coin. It's just a dis- digital um, 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 form of the U.S. dollar. Okay. Okay. All right, we're going to take a quick break. All right. And, um, but when we come back, I want you to walk us through um, how to start. How to start. I, I know you consult people right. on how to begin. And um, so now that we've got some of the basic terminology down, mm-hmm. I, um, I want us to, I want you to just kind of walk us through. All, All right, right. So we'll be right back after this break. Hey, do you think Laura and her guests sound great today? This show was recorded at the Imperial Podcast Studio in Sugarland, Texas a professional podcast studio with affordable rates. So are you ready to start your podcast? Check it out now at imperialpodcaststudio.com. Imperial Podcast Studio. Book it and sound like a pro. All right, we're back with Charles Aurebejan. Aurebejan, but you're trying, you're trying. I I am. I've heard heard worse in the past. Well, I would probably (laughs) just stop with the O. (laughs) Right, Charles O. (laughs) All right, so... Um, you do this for a living now. You're at this, you do this 100%. You started yes. about two years ago right, trading right. in cryptocurrency and you started at home yes. and now you have an office right. and you've putting your shingle out and saying, Hey, I want to help people understand this. Right. Right. And so that's one of the reasons why you're on the show today. Yes. Yes. So walk me through, um, how you walk your typical customer through that says, Hey, Charles, it's a C. How can you help me become successful? Cause I want to be rich one day. Right. Right. Well, um, first, um, I always start off with, um, security cause, um, is some, for some people it's very easy to, to obtain, you know, money in crypto or to, to get gains in crypto, but to secure it is another story. Okay. So I always, tell them how to secure their their assets then i i'm talk to them about the risk risk management and um researching particular um um, potential um coins that may end up um appreciating in the future and then i I talk about rewards how you you take profits or you know take profits from the rewards that you gain so I, i discuss all that but um i teach them first how to use their u.s dollar and how to convert that into cryptocurrency. Okay. And in that step, um, the first the first thing I'll tell them to do is, you know, set up a MetaMask account, which is a MetaMask wallet. Okay. But once you um, do that, secondly, you use Coinbase to convert your U.S. dollar to a cryptocurrency. Once your cryptocurrency is on the Coinbase exchange, you don't own that cryptocurrency. Because because um, Coinbase is a custodial um, 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 service, you know they they hold your cryptocurrency for you on on your behalf. Okay, okay. So it's best to once you convert your um, dollar to cryptocurrency, it's best to send it to your MetaMask account so you can have sole possession of your cryptocurrency. Is that a common mistake people do? Yes. They don't do that. They don't. They, they feel safe. And that's safe. the security part. Yes. They okay, feel got it. safe with 
Coinbase. And and don't get me wrong, Coinbase is good. It is very convenient to just easily get to your, dabble yes. and to do the hobby. Yes, okay, got it's it. very convenient, but it's not really safe because they can get hacked. They're a centralized entity. So okay. if a hacker breaks into their main server or whatever, that's it. You know, right. And there's going to be winners and there's going to be losers and not everyone is going to get, um, you know, compensated in most cases. So it's best to be in possession of your own crypto. That's what I, I strongly rec- recommend. And people you walk them through those. Yes. And, okay. and once they they get the um, the crypto in their MetaMask account, um, then that's when you can really have fun. You can because it, it is fun. You can explore the the dApps that are on these blockchains and and explore what can they offer and and explore how you can you can um, capitalize from it. So every dApp decentralized application has something to offer. Um, Some of them can say some of them will say like, hey, if you um, if you deposit such and such into our um, um, into our system, we can um, give you eight percent yield or 20% 20% yield. Some of them have outrageous numbers like 10,000% APY. And, and those are usually too good to be true. Yes and I'm, no. Really? <laughs> yes. And, is, and is that because they just want to build up their book of business? Exactly. Okay, the that, new, new company. Exactly. And, and some of them are, are gimmicks and schemes and scams. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the um, bad part that you really have to be aware of. Um, but some people know how to play. Some people know how to get in and get out, you know, but. So I, you know, you hear things where people make a lot of money mm-hmm. or they lose a lot of money. Exactly. How does somebody make a lot of money? Okay. You can make a lot of money by the safest and the mo- most conservative way of doing it is by investing in a, a solid project that has real utility. Okay, it has something to offer that the community can use. And because it has utility, more people are going to use it and use it. And that's going to increase the value. And you just sit on your, you just sit on it, right? Yes. But if you can find a project like that early, right? Like when it's like pennies, yeah. You know, because Bitcoin is like $41,000 now. There was a time when Bitcoin was like five cents. So So we didn't really talk about what a Bitcoin is. Mm-hmm. So how can, how can it grow from value like that? Yes. So it's, it's, <clears throat> it grows when, when it has utility and more people are using it. And the more people that use it, the more people buy it and that increases the value. Okay. But for you to capitalize off that, you have to find a project that's, that's, that's young, but it has a nice, um, it is showing that is it has potential and you invest and you just hold. Is that what you do all day? You're always searching for those baby projects that are going to grow. Yes, exactly. Okay. And, and just hold and and wait. We call it huddle. 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 Yes. Just kind of like a huddle (laughs) and a coddle. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Something, something like that. So (laughs) just you hold and you forget about it and, each cryptocurrency has something called a white paper that basically explains the project and what they're offering in the roadmap. And as time goes by, they, they accomplish these objectives on the roadmap. And as they accomplish them, um, um, you know, more people 
you know, buy the coin because they see that they're following their track so they can reach their their outcome or the goal that they set forth. So so that's that's how it works. And it's all about finding the right projects. And, 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 and is this going away or is it going to stay forever? Oh, this is this is going to stay. And it, it, at first, in the beginning, it was kind of hard to figure that out. But I feel like crypto is a um, is a new technology. Uh, cryptocurrency blockchain is a new technology and it has such a, a humongous like use case. I mean, it can be used in so many ways. I mean, there's the NFT aspect of it. There's the metaverse aspect of it. There's the decentralized financing aspect of it. Um, decentralized financing is basically um, financing on a on the a global level. It's it's like your it's it's financing, but it's financing on a in in the cryptocurrency sphere, you know. And it offers the same financial products that the traditional financial um, system offers, but they find a way to eliminate the middleman. Okay. So you don't need a banker right. to facilitate all the merchant these, services exactly, fees and things. Exactly. Yeah, because I know some vendors are starting to take cryptocurrency. Exactly. And um, I'm not there yet. Right. But, um, <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, but it's 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 a good. It's a good, um, it's a good step. It's, it's a good, good for step. both, the, yes. the, the, both parties. Yes. Cause yes. you get a full amount, full net amount. Exactly. Or, and, okay. and, and the only thing you may have to pay, like if there's a transaction, um, between you and one party is the network fees okay. rather than, you know, banking fees. Cause we all know that the banks make a lot of money off fees, right. but with tradition, with, um, DeFi financing, they eliminate that. Because there's no governing exactly. person saying, well, exactly for my services, right. we're going to have to pay this. Right. All right. So I don't know still up uh, now. Uh, some of my listeners totally got what you said. Right. Some of them are like, I'm still not sure. <laughs> um, and it's, it's okay. Cause I always, I always get that look like, man, what? What, what, what is he talking about? And it's 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 new. It's um it's something brand new. And, and, we, and, and there's we need also to, a ner- a learning curve to it. Well, it sounds like I need to stop avoiding it, and I need to learn about it because yeah. if it's not going away, oh yes, yes, I I definitely recommend that because um there's there's so many opportunities um involving crypto. You think it's gonna replace? Our currency in the future? Yes, I, I honestly feel So all like my four oh one K, everything I have saved up in dollars? Yeah, and what it, do you it, think? It may it may be converted into a digital form of of, of money. And um yes, possibly yes. It just it just depends. So we need See, to keep it, our eye on this. Yes, and, and I, I I honestly believe that once um the regulators decide like how to govern. Well, the regulators aren't going to want this because they don't get to govern. Yes. <laughs> yes. And that's, right? that's the thing. But they're, they're going to find a way to regulate and, 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 and implement guidelines so so people can feel safe to invest. And, you know, the SEC is involved. The um, um, There's a lot of the, the U.S. Um, Treasury Department's involved. They're, they're, they're right now at this moment, they're trying to frame um, guidelines so people can invest. And once these rules and guidelines are, are in place, it's going to allow, you know, the big institutions to to invest more. Okay. And that's when the masses are going to see it and it's going to be adopted 
in in a big way. So they'll way. be converting their U.S. dollars to crypto. Possibly. Uh, okay. Possibly. So if if I'm uh, if I want to dabble and mm-hmm. I want to start, um, how much money does it tar- take? Should someone say, okay, when I have this amount saved up, it's a good amount to start? Is it? Are we talking like a small savings account or um, five hundred dollars? Where where do you start? Well. For everyone is different, but I, I recommend that you only invest what you can afford to lose. Right. But um, if you if you're really serious and you really want to and if you believe like, OK, if crypto can really open up doors for me um, and, and just get a, a nice, decent amount, you know, and, and throw out a number. Come uh, on. Let's, throw, let's give say me a anywhere number. from five hundred dollars to a thousand. But you just you just don't want to invest you know, dump it in one cryptocurrency. You you want to spread it around. You want to diversify and you want to do something called DCA, which we call dollar cost averaging. So basically like every two weeks you invest $50 here, $50 okay. there. It's because the price will go up one day, then it'll go down, then it'll go up and then you will have a nice average of that cryptocurrency. So and, can you figure this out on your own or does it really help to talk to someone like you? Actually... It's it. Yeah, you, you can figure it out, but it, it will, someone like me can help you and guide you um, in a way where you will you feel can get me there faster. Exactly. <laughs> because it, it can seem pretty intimidating. But, you know, that's that's why I like to talk about it. I'm passionate about it. And I can tell people, like, hey, it's, it's OK. Is this is how it works. Um, this may seem a little overwhelming, but once you, you know, understand it, you're going to feel, you're going to realize that it's, it's not as difficult as you think. So, so you're starting this as a small business for yourself. So how yes. do you make money? Is it a consulting fee or are you taking a part of their investment? How do you, what kind of relationship are you having with your customers? Actually, um, consulting fees. Okay. Cause I, I really don't want to, um, you're not involved in the trading yes, part? Yes, yes. Right. I, I, tr- I trade personally and I invest also. You know, I trade for my business and I invest also. But when it comes to like financial advice, I, I, I try not to steer them in that type of di- direction. I just tell them like, hey, this is um, this is a good project. You may want to research on this project. And you'll help them secure exactly. their assets. assets so it won't get stolen. Right. And and I can lead them towards like what what are the trends in crypto? Right. What what is hot? What are the new projects, promising projects that seem good and have them do their own due diligence research so they can make their own decisions. Well, and you're you're doing this full time. Right. And so I I, I couldn't afford to do that full time. Yes, yes. So it, it takes that's why it, you hire yes, somebody exactly. to, to be an expert. So tell people how they can reach you. Okay, well um you can reach me at um inquiries at top block ventures. What's it called? Inquiries. Inquiries. How do you yes. spell that? In- inquiries like inquire. Okay. I N Q U I R I E S at Top Block Ventures. Okay. And um, email me. And if you have any questions, I'll be more than happy to um, reach out to you and discuss anything related to crypto. And so it's Top Block Ventures. Ventures, yes. And you're located here in Sugarland, Texas, but you'll take anybody. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, I would like to have you back again when um, I'm sure I'm going to get some feedback and some more questions. Right. So if you're listening and you have some questions, please just send me a note. Uh, All of the information 
that we discussed, all of this contact will be in the show notes. Right. And um, Charles, I'm looking forward to see how your business grows. Right. And your wallet. Right. Right. <laughs> and uh, thank you so much for spending some time and helping me understand as well as my listeners more about cryptocurrency. All right. Thank you all very right. much. Thank you. All, all right. right. Y'all Bye-bye. have a good day. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us this week on Small Business Insights. Make sure you visit our website at fisherpodcast.com where you can follow the podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcast platform so you'll never miss a show. If you enjoyed and found value in today's episode, we'd appreciate a rating and review on iTunes or simply share it with a friend. That would help us out too. Make sure you tune in next week for our next episode. Until then, you better be up to something.